It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est moi, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. If it's the first time you're joining the show, the accent is French, straight from Paris. Um, I had an interesting conversation earlier with a friend of mine who got divorced about a year ago, uh, early 40s, two kids, and she said to me she had this this challenging conversation with her girlfriends about the fact that really now all she wants to do is date, have fun, and also uh, not looking for the one because she wants to hear new stories, have new experiences, and she said, I don't understand once you've been married for 15 or 18 years, why would you want to repeat that over and over? So uh, I'm going to put that on my social media. Uh, if you've been divorced once, after that, would you rather get married again or would you rather have date for the rest of your life? Go vote at Rendezvous Radio. And new questions are next. 855-905-8255. If you want to light up a little bit of this universe, I mean, look by your window. I'm, I'm working from home. It's dark out. So, you know, one thing could put a little light is if you share with me a positive romantic story is that you maybe did something for someone or someone has done something for you romantic, kind and sweet, please call me 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Monica. Hi, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you have a good husband who's very romantic. What has he done for you? I do. It was it was Mother's Day, and I always wanted a hammock for Mother's Day. And he knew that, and they're very hard to find right now. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody's outside and such. But he surprised me by buying me a hammock. But more importantly, he made a beautiful bed of flowers around it in a special place in the garden. So it's become my little reading hammock. And it was so sweet and romantic. Oh, How did that make you feel? It made me feel very loved. So, I got a question. Have you done something for him since then as romantic? No, I haven't. Aha, you, you, you should think about this because I've always said that, you know, romance is, a, is, is like, like a tango. It takes two to dance tango. It's same with romance. So, if your husband mm. is super romantic with you, you've got to be also super romantic with him, right? You're right. I never thought of it. Yeah. Reciprocity. And a key word in relationships. So I'll let you think how to make that hammock romantic. <laughs> Plenty of ways. Thank so you. you got it. Monica, thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Have a good night, Simon. Coming up, I just got this very interesting Facebook message question about what can you do when you start a new relationship, but little by little, the romance fades away. Next. So I received this interesting Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show from Noelle. She goes, Simon, at the beginning of my relationship with my boyfriend, he was so affectionate and loving, but we've been now together for a while, over a year actually, and he doesn't hug me anymore, doesn't kiss me, doesn't hold my hand. We still have ooh-la-la, -la, but there's no sweet stuff. How do I get him to do those things again? Oh, how do you get your partner to be affectionate again? I have a strong strategy and advice for you. Next. Have you ever dated somebody that at the beginning you liked very much? They liked you too. Very affectionate, you know, like kissing and hugging and cuddling and holding hands and stuff. But after a year or usually a year and a half, you know, the, uh, the romance is gone and you still have the ooh-la-la but no more sweetness. Why? You've got to know that infatuation only lasts 18 months. 
So that's usually why. And two, what can you do to get those things back? Stop the ulala. And if the person has some real affection for you, they'll say, well, what's going on? Say, well, you know, I'm not just, you know, for the ulala. It's the romance. You have to explain that to your boyfriend. It's the romance that creates in you the desire to be romantic with him. Not a machine. It's not on command. Without the romance, without the sweetness, no more ulala. If he really likes you, he's into you, he'll get it right away. If he's not into you, he say, oh, forget it, we, you know, and then it's time to change boyfriends. So that's my advice for you, Noel. Good luck. You calls and your questions are next. If you have a question or a doubt about something in your relationship, just call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Leila. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? First of all, I really love this show, and I have a real question Thank for you. you that I'm hoping you can help me with. Sure. Um, <laughs> my guy and I have been seeing each other for about maybe six months, so um, pre-world thing. So um, now that we're in this thing and the world is about to open back up, my guy has asked me to make it official, you know, so that we can be exclusive. And I really, really, really want to know, is he just, trying to ask me this because he's in a panic and he doesn't want me to like, I don't know, go out and get wild for the summer. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Um, first of all, how do you feel about him? What is your, your intuition? Do you want to be exclusive with him or do you still would like to be free and not be exclusive so you could date other people, take your time? What is your wish? You know what? Really, my wish, I, okay, I'll be honest. I have been in the house getting, like, super fine. So I'm mm -hmm. trying to have fun for the summer, really. And I just think he asked because he's panicking because now my six-pack is starting to come in. Really. I think he can see my ad lines and he's in a panic. <laughs> I like that. So, well, listen. Here's the simple rule of exclusivity is it takes two to agree to define the relationship as exclusive and official. You should be very honest and say, listen, I'm not ready for that. And uh, we can keep dating and you can date other women and I can date other guys, but I'm not ready to be exclusive and I'm not ready to be official. Maybe later, maybe never. We don't know. But I wanted to be honest and upfront and give you a choice to maybe either keep dating me knowing that, or maybe you want to not date me anymore, and I understand. You make things so simple. That's, oh, my God. Thank you so much, Leila. Good luck to you, and have a fabulous, fun summer. Thank you. Talking about exclusivity, how long do you think you can date somebody without becoming exclusive? Let's talk about that next. How long do you think you could date somebody without being exclusive, right? So... You know, everybody starts, that's the rule here, you know, you're not exclusive, you can date whoever you want, you can ulala whoever you want, you can, you can do what you want until you have the DTR, define the relationship talk. And once you have that talk, then it's time to decide whether you have to be exclusive or not, right? That's how it goes. So the question is really, how long can you go on like this, just dating without being exclusive? You want to know what I think? Stay with me. My answer is next. So imagine you meet somebody, things are going well, you're not exclusive. First months, dinners, movies, kisses, smoochie-doochie, ooh-la-la, the whole shebang. 
Then, another month of this, start to meet the friends, because you hang out with his friends, her friends. And then three, four months later, what are you thinking about? Are we going somewhere? Or are we not? And you want to know how long can you keep dating somebody without being exclusive? Here's my answer. For as long as you're comfortable and happy and honest with yourself that it brings you joy of life, do it. But if you feel you're lying to yourself and your agenda is not the one of your partner, then stop because you don't want to waste time or waste your partner's time. So all you got to do is first be honest to yourself and your intuition and two, be honest with your partner. And if you want to change the status, DTR, define the relationship talk. Very easy, very important and brings all the answers. You calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Olivia. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on with you bonjour. and your husband? How can I help you? I have a, a question for you um, about an interesting thing that um, my husband does when uh, we make ooh-la-la sometimes. He doesn't do this all the time. But... Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's very sexy, and it's very romantic, and I really, I love it. Um, he, he, we've been together a long time, 30 years, and I'm asleep. I'm completely asleep. I'm talking about maybe 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And I wake up because I realize that uh, my husband wants to make love. And it's very, very sexy and very romantic to be... Uh, woken up in such a beautiful way and he puts his arm around me and he kisses me and uh, it's very lovely and you know I think it's because uh, I'm so it's so spontaneous and I'm so relaxed <laughs> um, it's I really I do love it and um, so the next day I always say to him oh that was really nice in the last night and he'll say, oh, great, well, it was nice. And I'll say, well, <laughs> we, we made love this morning, and you, you woke me up. And you initiated it, and I love it. And he says, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you liked it. I said, I yeah. love it. I told you, know, do you think that's weird? <laughs> like, like, no, I, I think, listen, I don't think it's against you or anything. I think that. It can happen like this, you know, men are romantic in the morning or in the early hours. Um, and so I think it's, it's, I wouldn't bring it up anymore like, as it's weird. Just you have such a wonderful connection and chemistry between the two of you after so many years. It's magic. It's precious. Yes. Don't question yes. it. Cherish it. Oh, that's, that's lovely. I, I do. I really do, Simon. I do. I because do it's very it. rare. And, and so oh I'm glad you, you, you called me with that question and you can continue to enjoy all that romance and ooh-la-la and spontaneous chemistry. Thank you so much for, for calling, Olivia, and have a good night. Bonsoir. Coming up, I just received an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio from someone who needs my advice about her boyfriend who doesn't seem to understand what she's saying. So stay with me. Her Instagram DM is next. Just received an Instagram DM from Eloise at Ronnie Radio who says, Bonjour Simon, my boyfriend is a great man, but when it comes to fixing things, he's the worst. A dishwasher broke 
and he's insisting on trying to fix it. But the last time he tried, a whole kitchen floated. So, how can I convince him that we should get a professional to do it? <laughs> That's funny. Eloise, how can you convince your man that you guys have to call a professional to fix the broken dishwasher? I think I have an idea for you. Next. What would you do if you were in Eloise's shoes? Basically, you're dating somebody who's a good man, right? Uh, but he thinks he's a great handyman. He's not. Last time he tried to fix something, you know what happened? The whole kitchen floated. Now their dishwasher is broken, and she wants me to advise her on how to convince him they should get a professional. Here's my advice. Uh, surround the dishwasher with plenty of towels and give him one last chance to fix it. But if you see it's not going well, tell him to stop, in all fairness, and at least you prepare for the disaster. Why? Because I think everybody deserves a second chance. And then if he really can't do it, then he has to call the professional and he has to pay for it. That's the condition. If he agrees to that, then surround the whole dishwasher with a wall of towels and start praying. <laughs> That's my advice. You calls and new questions are next. You know, if you look by the window, it's pretty dark out, right? Yeah, I know it's late. But there's one thing we can do to make it a little brighter. And I say that every night and I mean it. It's to share each other's love stories, romantic stories, positive stories. That's what I look for. So if you have one and want to share, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lisette. Uh, bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I understand that you found romance in a botanical garden. Explain to me why. I did. I did. Yeah, I was there and one late summer evening. It was for a, a concert series, but I kind of wandered away from the actual crowd, and I was just, you know, walking along in the gardens of this beautiful botanic garden, and I heard this jazz guitar, and I knew it was a real person playing. And um, my daddy plays jazz guitar, and so I really love this sound. And I, um, I just kept following it and following it and following it. And I found there I saw this gentleman over in uh, near a water feature, and I just kind of wandered over and I stood um, back on the side. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I walked up to him, and he said, "I saw you coming. I saw you coming half a mile away." And I said, "You heard this, didn't you?" I said, "I did. I knew this sound. I had to come and find the sound." And we came together, and he stopped playing, and we just talked for maybe 10 or 15 minutes about jazz and about music and about this garden. And it just was, you know, the sun was just setting right behind us. And there was this moment of romance about love and about flowers and, you know, this wonderful setting. And, and nothing happened there, but we just shared this beautiful moment of connection. And it was one of the most romantic moments of my entire life. Wow. Listen, this is a beautiful, unique story. I've heard wonderful stories on The Rendezvous. This is one more in my library in the botanical garden and the high goes and the sound of guitar. And so thank you so much for, for sharing that, Lizette. That was just very unique, very romantic, and, and peaceful to listen to. So thank you very much and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Have a good night. Let's see. Now that we're approaching, hopefully, the end of this quarantining that's been on for a while, do you think it's easier to be single or in a relationship during quarantine? Let's talk about that to finish the rendezvous. Next. So after more than two months of mostly being at home and quarantining, do you think it's easier to be single or in a relationship during quarantine? 
now that you've been there and done that. So I actually posted that very question on my social media, and I hope you follow me at Rendezvous Radio. And 56% of you voted it's easier to be single, <laughs> and 44% said it's easier to be in a relationship. You know what I wonder? I wonder who answered if they were single that are already single, and who answered who was in a relationship before they start the quarantine. Um, Listen, I've done the whole quarantine with single, with my only partner in crime, Mr. Lewis, my teddy bear. So I have no idea what it would be like to be in a relationship for so long, face-to-face, 24-7. So I would answer, it's easy to be single in the quarantine. Not very easy, but easy. Thank you so much for following me and voting to those uh, questions on my social media. Thank you for listening to the show. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.